Hi there, I'm Becky Hammond, founder and strengths maven over at Isogo and isogostrong.com, where we know already, as you do, that relationships are hard. So let's make them easier with your strengths, whether that's at work or at home or wherever you have relationships. And welcome to the Isogo TV video and audio podcast. Here on Isogo TV, we're fueling family connection and work energy by focusing in on your strengths instead of fixating on your weakness. And today you are joining us for episode 86 and we are right in the middle of our season four interview series all about using strengths. Here on Isogo TV during this series, leaders, coaches, parents, spouses, regular people are all just talking about what happens in their lives and the lives of the people around them as they truly begin using and harnessing the strongest things about them. It could be in their work or their marriages or their parenting and really beyond. Today's guest is Santor Nishizaki. And you guys, this guy's background and breadth of interest and skills is just so fascinating. You know, uh, Santor has a rich background in the corporate and then the quasi-governmental worlds. And currently, he's the founder and CEO of Mulholland Consulting Group. Their mission is to help organizations increase generational awareness and create a happier workplace in general. Dr. Nishizaki is also an MBA professor, and he's published domestic and international articles about millennials in the workplace, uh, mentoring, leadership, and he's an expert in working with Generation Z. And he's currently writing a book about all about it that will be released later next year. And then also check this out. Santor is on the quest to interview over 100 millennial leaders, and actually just discovered he had just finished that. It is from multiple industries in order to inform the workplace and write a kind of how-to guide for first-time and emerging leaders. It's just it's such a needed thing in this world of tough leadership today. And today he shares about how asking what is right with himself and the people that are around him has really paved the way for removing bias among generations and building happier and more productive workplaces and ultimately happier and more productive people. <laughs> So let's dive into this conversation with Santor. Hello, Santor. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Becky. <laughs> Good morning. Glad to be chatting with you here today. Actually, this is uh, the first time that we have been able to kind of meet face to face since we met in person in Utah uh, last year, right? Yeah, back in October. I can't believe it's been almost a year. I know, I know. You've done a lot since then, and which of uh, course yeah. speaks to all your talent. So uh, yeah. I'm sure we'll be getting into some of that a little bit. Um, I, I'm just excited for people to be able to hear your voice and who you are and um, what you offer and kind of what the strengths perspective has done in your life and the lives of the people that you have impacted. Um, that's that kind of before and after effect that what did what did life look like for you and for them beforehand and what did it look like after so i'm excited for us to be diving into that today thanks for having me on i appreciate yeah. it yeah. yeah so why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself first like what's your family like what do you do for work and then we'll go from there great so i live in california um grew up here i uh currently am a college professor and i have my own corporate training and consulting business, um, which I started about two and a half years ago. 
So I, uh, my expertise is I'm a Gallup certified strength finder coach, but I also, um, am writing a book on how to work with Gen Z. Oh yeah. And so also, excited about that. yeah, it's going to be good. We're about 80% done. Um, and then I'm writing another book on a how-to guide for first-time and emerging leaders because I saw that there was kind of a gap because a lot of people get promoted based on their technical expertise. Right. And it's pretty much sink or swim. But then what about all the other people that work for that person to sink or swim? And as you know from all the Gallup statistics, uh, stress in the world, you know, if you're not if someone doesn't know what they're doing and or Gallup has that, that statistic where 70% of employee engagement is due to the manager, yes, um, <laughs> which is kind of scary. Yeah. You don't train people. So I'm writing that book for the first time leaders. Um, and mm-hmm. I interviewed over a hundred millennial leaders from pretty much all industries. A lot of them won Forbes 30 under 30. Wow. And it's, it's been pretty, pretty exciting. Um, so I'm going through all that data right now. And then um, I, also do strategic planning i just wrapped one up for a city so oh, I'm cool. my futuristic strengths do you want me to list my top yeah five? yeah do it let's see what are they great so my my number one strength is competition as we were awesome. talking about there's some competition yep. bias right uh and totally. then futuristic achiever positivity and activator and then i could do six uh it's maximizer then significance then woo or communication and then a ranger so those are so what you're telling me is that you are heavy influencer and you got to get it done right (laughs) six six out of ten are influencers (laughs) hey you know what uh i love that that, the futuristic and the positivity like they can they can paint they can paint that right like they paint the what your influencing strengths look like so that's kind of that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool because in my top five, I have one of each domain. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, so it's pretty balanced, but and then you just go into six through ten and the majority <laughs> and go like and here's your shift towards influence. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just from what I know of you so far, like I mean, people want to be with you. They want to follow you. They. Um, they are excited about what you're excited about and you are doing significant like world changing things for not only millennials, but for the people that work with them and not only Gen Z, but the people that work with them. And so I see those things just kind of being on fire and really working for you already. Yeah. And I feel like that's probably my significance, right? Which is to, um, to just make a big, a big impact as possible, the biggest impact as possible. But, um, I just really believe if all of us got to like, if, all the other generations learn more about each other. And mm. by the way, not everybody, you don't want to stereotype yeah. generations because uh, that's where you just you get into problems, right? Not, that, not every person, baby boomers this way or millennial, but if we just got, had a chance to start a conversation and empathize, I just, I truly think the world will be a better place. It's my positivity speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I actually had, I did a, I did a presentation and someone came up at, came up after the presentation to me and um it was about millennials i said i wish i saw this presentation two years ago because mm-hmm. it, it would have really helped my the relationship with the person that worked with me and then unfortunately about the company um so just making that impact right and change yeah. um is is kind of what drives me which is yeah significant. yeah totally yeah I, lo- I mean i love that point about like about not stereotyping. And I think that's one of the things that the strengths perspective helps us do, you know, like maybe there are some general generational differences, but everyone 
for the, I don't know, since the beginning of time has been saying that the younger generation is, you know, worse than, <laughs> than they were. Right. Cause they have this yeah. different lens and that they're growing up in a different world, but it's been, it's been forever. It's not just like millennials or Gen Z or the Xers or, you know, all, all these different people who've kind of got these different reputations along the way. And so I, that's what I love about the strengths perspective. It kind of, it lets us strip that stuff away a little bit and say, exactly. you know what, like, what do we just say? What are we wired with? And yes, our environment and the way we grew up and what we grew up with the technology or and lack of it or whatever, that's going to impact it for sure. But let's just talk, let's start, let's say like, well, what's right with these, with, with you and with the people that we're talking about and, and go from there. Exactly. And, and it's interesting because if you speak in a language of strengths, you're immediately speaking directly to them. Yeah. Um, and in, as you know, the odds are what one in 33.4 million that you have this top five in that order. It's amazing yeah. on, on that. So that's why I love strengths too. Which makes sense, right? Because of positivity. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's of course, right. Of course, he gets certified in something with uh, something that focuses on the positive. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I'm sure you're probably like, oh yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Well, when you think about some of the things you've done recently, and I know you've done a lot, what's something that you yeah. feel most proud of recently? Um, gosh, it's um, just proud of all the students that have been graduating and mm. and using their strengths. Um, Proud of, I was saying earlier, working with a city, so using their strengths. Cool. Well, one of the things we've been doing, and actually this is, I think, the way that we might have originally got connected is you, oh, uh, I think you got exposed to this conversation card deck that yeah, I had come yeah. up with a couple of years ago, right? And then that's yeah, how we ended up connection connecting at and in, in Utah. And so one of the things that we've been doing on these interviews is selecting one from random and then just both giving us get given our best shot at answering it. So um I will just pull one out of here and let's see. Sure. See what we got. Okay. If your house catches fire and you have only have time to grab one more item after all your loved ones are safe, what would you save and why? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Ooh. Well, since I have everything on the cloud now. I'm not exactly. There's it's a lot less to, to have to yeah, get, right? Yeah. Um, probably photo albums that haven't been scanned yet. Uh, I have some really good ones uh, that I probably, after ha hearing that, I probably should scan them. That's always the direction my mind goes on this is just like is photos. But of course, everything from 2000, I don't know, four or whatever and on is, is in the cloud. And so it probably would be for me, it would probably be my wedding album. And then you just also realize, at least for me, that like, there's just not that much stuff that really matters. You know, like my loved ones are saved. I do have access to like my data and things like that, which is great, you know. For example, your 100 interviews that you've done. Yeah. It's on the cloud, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like in the end, it's just stuff and then you you can figure it out. So I don't know. That's That question kind of hits me in a different way. Like, you know, it makes me think, like, hmm, there's not that yeah. much that's that important. It's not like yeah. you're thinking, I'm going to grab my TV off the, you know, off the wall. It's like, no, I, that doesn't matter, right? Insurance will cover it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it does matter, but your insurance will uh, cover it. Insurance will cover it, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, cool. Well, let's dive in a little bit more to, we've already been exploring kind of this concept of the strengths perspective and, and the lens that it gives us and the conversations that it allows us to have with people who are very different from us or that we perceive are very different from us. Um, so when you first came across the strengths concept, what problems were you looking to solve or encountering? Kind of what were you thinking about most in your life at that time? Honestly, um, I didn't think much about it like the majority mm. of our clients the first time, right? You take the assessment <laughs> and then you just put it in that folder. Uh, so when the first time I took it was when I was getting my doctorate in org leadership and it was our personal leadership court class. Uh. And I, actually, it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, that I, I had to go through, you know, multiple degrees to take that. But, you know, it just became more, pop, more popular later, right. though, right? Um I took Myers-Briggs, I think, when I got my bachelor's. Right. Um, but yeah, so I took that in my personal leadership class, and I just was like, oh, that's interesting. And I was busy with other crap, you know? It's like, yeah, yes. all because I was working full-time. Um, I was teaching, and then I was, yeah, taking three classes at a time. Wow. So, and it was face-to-face, too. So I was driving down um, this uh, campus next to LAX. So I was driving all the way down there. Oh my gosh! Anything next to LAX yeah. is really not. Something. I know it was like it was like from four to ten p.m. Um, <laughs> oh jeez, it's the worst. Uh, so just trying to stay, you know, above water. So you know, I had I wrote my paper. Yeah. From a personal, because it's a, yeah, just uh, you know, it's a personal leadership, and we I, we took the disc as well. Okay. Yeah. And that that one to me on the surface uh, made a bigger impact. I'm like, hmm. oh, this is that's the first like assessment besides Myers-Briggs I took and I was like wow it knows so much of how I communicate so mm-hmm. it actually helped create a lot more self-awareness but I think Gallup goes and this is my personal opinion but yeah. it's once you start digging into it deeper and that's why you kind of need a coach because this I don't you probably do as well but um on how you work with that on with others but with Gallup um definitely helps digging deeper and the, the top five report is okay. But now that they have the full 34, if, if I had that, I probably would have taken it a little bit more seriously hmm. um, at the time. So then put it on the shelf for a couple of yeah. years. And then I had the opportunity uh, to go into a leadership position. And then, and I was done with school by that point. So I said, okay, what are some of the things I need to reflect on all the, cause, you know, you're going through these programs and it's so fast. Everything's happening. I had a lot of life changes too. So all the, those different things would put, you know, just a lot. So I went back, reflected, and then I said, okay, well, let me look at them. And then I started highlighting like I should have done the first time. Uh, <laughs> and then I just started implementing them. So looking at wow. competition, how can I start creating metrics um, and dashboards to track my progress, my team progress? Um, and and it was it was a really good opportunity. It felt energized. And I was in sales in college. I was usually, you know, one yeah. of the salespeople. Um, and I love seeing that report when it come out of listening to talk show people <laughs> every week. And so it just kind of makes sense. I've always been naturally competitive, but, um, making sure I was able to balance it with like positivity as yeah. a leader, you know, you don't yeah. want to be like a competitive jerk. So um, it was, it was your jump into leadership or thrust yeah. into leadership, your opportunity to be a leader that kind of made you like go back and be like, okay, what? what are some tools that I really should be leaning into? Was that more kind of for your own personal self-awareness or did you feel like maybe it would have some sort of impact on the, the people that you were leading to? Well, both. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I pull up all the best things I remember from that program, like my mm. articles, um, all oh, the cool. books and 
I just kind of re-looked at them again. Um, and, and yeah, I, mean, I wish I did it with my team. I think we were talking about that in Provo last year. You asked me, I think, very similar question, like, Maybe. how to impact the team. I was like, we didn't actually do it with our team. Yeah. Um, it probably would have been good to do. Yeah. Um, but it really helped me as a leader internally to just yeah. really focus on what I'm good at. And, um, and yeah, that, and I did. So it, although it wasn't until I really became a coach, I really was a lot more deliberate on what I was mm. doing. So, I mean, my whole life, people have been telling me, Santa, you're moving too fast. And, um, you know, how could you work so much? And it just, it makes sense because of achiever, right? And my maximizer of combining. The activator. Things. Yeah, my activator. <laughs> right, my need to be the best, right? It's just, yeah. um, it's just, it's like breathing to me. Yeah. Uh, and and at, at night, it felt really good to kind of see that and be like, okay, this is how I'm wired. Because for other people, maybe they don't have, I don't know, maybe they're not able to get things done. Or maybe they're slower pace. Maybe right. they have to be deliberative and they're kind of like, you know, you're crazy. That, people tell me, like, I'm exhausted just hearing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear that a lot. Uh, but I just try to focus it all around my core mission and my purpose and then with my strengths. So, uh, you know, that's when I started my own business. I really wanted to focus on uh, helping develop others because that's important. Because if they... A, figure out the strengths. Seeing that aha moment in people's eyes when they when they discover what they're good at is the coolest thing, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, like quote, what what happens when you think about what's right with people rather than what's wrong with them? Don Clifton. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just like quote. this whole pair. This is a paradigm shift. I mean, even from what you're explaining that you've heard your entire life, you're moving too fast, you're doing too much, like those aren't positive things, right? Like they're seeing your gifts, your talents, and they're saying, whoa, hold back on those things. And that's, that's confusing for somebody, especially as they're growing up, like, gosh, but this feels right to me. It feels like, like you said, you're like energized by those things in your flow. And yet you're, the messages that you're receiving are like, don't be so competitive. Don't, you know, don't, you know, I don't know, smash your hand yeah, through a wall or whatever. <laughs> it wasn't, ironically though, it's actually not competitive. Um, mm. I've been very good at managing that uh, to a certain extent. Um, it's been more my achiever, right? Of working mm. too hard. and uh, Not stopping to celebrate like you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, I, and I will eventually, you know. I, I try, <laughs> my wife's good at bringing it back in. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's kind of crazy, right? And I hear that from other people. Like, if let's say you have adaptability, how you wait till last minute, right? Yeah. But, but unless you know, unless you know that, and then you know how to manage it, right? You, um, you know, you can manage it once you figure out what it is. And I right. just think crazy people go their whole lives without taking something like this, this type of assessment, having a conversation. Yeah. 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 Have a conversation about it. Really understand, yeah. uh, and and not to feel not to feel bad about something, not to let those, those stories that people have been speaking into our lives start to be the main thing that we hear rather let the talent be the main thing that we hear. And like you said, being able to manage it and to help manage the expectations of other people around you as well as like, this is what you can expect from me. This is what you cannot expect from me (laughs) because I'm not wired that way. Like, and you might say, I wish I was or whatever, but I, I even tell people like, we're not even saying I wish I was wired another way. It's just, this is the way I am. And so let's figure out how we can put the activator achiever together with someone with high adaptability and really make that work, even though our natural patterns might be a lot different. 
Yeah, and um, I have self assurance as number eleven. So I didn't know. Always- <laughs> I mean, just to add one more influencing. Yeah, you know. Um, well, it's just kind of. Uh, I think as, and I've had some amazing leaders that I've worked for where they're able to see my strengths, and then they put me in mm. situations where I'd be able to go off running in those directions. Um, but I, I've been lucky. I don't. I can't say the same for everybody else, right? Um, yeah. Where. People said, oh, well, Santa's really good at getting something done. Let me put him on this and then you know, he'll bulldoze the wall. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Tactfully, because they're my futuristic. Right? <laughs> um, but, Positivity, uh, right? Like, let's yeah, not bring everybody yeah. down in the process. But yeah, let's, 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 we're all here for the same reason. And, and yeah. that's actually been really good from a leadership perspective uh, of celebrating. And um, my, my thing is, you can never uh, praise people enough. Mm. Um, but it's got to be specific, you know, not just good job. It's like, well, good job for what? And when yeah. you actually give that uh, specific thing, it's just seeing people's eyes light up. Yeah. Well, why did you become a coach? So, you, you know, you were a leader. You're like, oh, wow, this is really helping me and my own leadership kind of bringing le- to, you know, bringing in my own self-awareness. Um, and then at some point you decide, I'm going to go become a coach and be certified in this and dive a little bit more deeply into it. What kind of, what kind of made that point for you? Well, um, a couple of different things. I, why well, a, I, I love the assessment and I didn't even know that there was a coaching certification, right. through, you know, through someone else. Um, but I really am passionate about data, even though analytical is really low for me, uh-huh. um, but it's all about credibility Yeah, and who better than Gallup, right? There's right. Some, polling company um so a lot of this stuff you go and i you know i've heard it you've heard it i'm sure is i don't believe in all this uh astrology stuff yeah 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 like oh yeah nothing nothing against astrology either but (laughs) you hear you hear these people talk about you know they don't really believe in it so i'm thinking okay how can i overcome that objection yeah Um, is it's such a soft skill right like they're like it's soft and it's not like yeah where's the data and how does it affect my roi and you start to realize oh it there is hard data and it does right yeah it does and um and yeah so it's it's just it's interesting so that to me was more of a credibility and then you can get certified um as well and uh i thought Gallup did such a great job on the uh the training because it kind of put you through it and then you're able to do it um and then great people like Soar, right? Uh, yeah. He's another one, which is, I love the mission. Paul Allen's such an amazing leader. I got a chance to get to know him uh, this year. And just trying to uplift humanity. It goes down to the my core uh, values. Um, mm-hmm. So, so so yeah, so back to the coaching question. Yeah, um, uh, yeah I, don't, I mean, helping people discover what makes them amazing. I mean, how can you not want to do it? You know, there's yeah. the other ones too, but. I just I have something special about Gallup, uh, this assessment. So yeah, Clifton Strength. Yeah, it's just so simple too. I mean, the way they they set it up, it's just um, once you go through the training and do it, and it's a it's a continual process. And after I did, so you go through the training. I'm like, I start having all these epiphanies. Even today, still, I'm like always. I'm always analyzing things like, you know, and that's part of self awareness of being a leader, which is right. you know, constantly analyzing like what's the root cause? Why am I upset? Like, you know, what's the root cause of this kind of stepping outside yourself. Right. Totally. And, and it still happens. I still get all these insights all the time. And I've been doing this for a couple of years. Um, so it's just very deep and rich, I'd say. So that's yeah. why Gallup. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mainly, I mainly do more training, uh, less one-on-one coaching. Right. Right. Or team yeah. consulting. Yeah. I, like, I like doing it. I like doing it with teams. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much, if we just understood each other, Hey, this person's wired. They take forever to make a decision because they have deliberative. It. It's yeah. not you, not your ideas. It's just the way they're wired. And right. you have, strengths gives you that common language. So I think in a team that, and actually that adds, oh, I mean, no, you know, my degrees are in business. It adds more to the bottom line and adds more productivity, which I love productivity. Um, <laughs> so it's it's just good, for, and everyone be happier as you see from all the the Gallup, um, you know, the data. Everyone's happier, right? Yeah. They're using their strengths. So my main mission for my company is to create a happier workplace. Hmm. That's my that's my core mission. So whether yeah. it be generational or strengths or productivity, just so we can spend time with the, we could come home and bring our whole self. Man, I love that. It's like just there. We are not. We are not um, siloed human beings, right? We're like everything that we do in one space affects the next space. And so if you are unhappy, miserable, disengaged at work, then you go home and you bring, I mean, as much as you're like, well, no, but I love my family. I love my, well, yeah, but you're bringing some of that muck with you, no matter what, no matter how, how separate you try to be. And, and it's not only strengths, right? It's like there's so many other things that people need to do, which is to um, exercise, right? Yeah. I mean, I think I remember you were the only other person that was in a gym. I remember when we were in Provo. Like, That's right. That time when it, was like a, it was at 6 a.m., yeah, because that, that releases endorphins and it helps yeah. you create thinking. Um, and then reading and listening to these podcasts and just taking a chance to disconnect from technology and be present. Um, it's just all this stuff is so important. It's not only strengths. So that's a lot of the other stuff I talk about. Right. Uh, but use your strengths to get to the gym and to, right? Right. And to do this. Like, if I hear someone's, you know, doing a half marathon, my competitive's like, well, how come I'm not doing one? <laughs> They're it's, like, yeah, because I, I invited all my buddies and I have, you know, I have relator and I just want to talk to one person the entire time that I'm jogging. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will. So I, I try to talk. To okay. You were like running around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I, so well, I'm, I'm curious and I don't know if you've asked this question before or, or what observations you've had as you've looked through the data, but would you say that the, the younger leaders of today are more in tune with this idea that, that it's, that self-awareness is important, that whole well-being is important, that, that we should be like, making sure we get enough sleep and we get enough exercise and we feed our bodies well. Like, would you say that that's something that they, that in general, the gener- there's a generational value to that? Well, I mean, I can't say in general, right? Because yeah, I know. We were just sam- talking about how samples, we can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> my sample's small, um, but, you know, and, and another thing is um, I haven't gone through all the data, right? I, I'm yeah. very, I go off of the data, but just from what I remember hearing from doing the interviews, um, you know, I do ask a question about that on you know, how they take care of the, the body and the mind. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, yeah, they do exercise and uh, eat well and uh, the majority of people. Like, and, and they all said when the days they do that, they're more productive. Yeah, everybody. yeah. Um, most of them said that. Right. So, um, so yeah, I just, I, I think we just really need to do that. And that's, I love the seven habits. That's another amazing yeah. book. Uh, I read that when I was in college, definitely changed my life because that was the first time I was exposed to something like that. I think everyone should read it again. If you haven't read it since college, just read it again. Yeah. Yeah. talks about all those things. And actually, it parallels a lot with strengths. In what ways? Um, 
a lot of different type of ways. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. Like, like, like the philosophy parallels, like, yeah, uh, but well, it has, well, a, I think that there's one of the sections even talks about, yeah, you know, focus on what you're good at, but also have self-awareness right. on the balconies and basements. And, um, it's just, yeah, such a classic. I can't believe it. You know, it's an old book, but it's I mean, it's, old. yeah, it's like super old, right? Like our parents were reading it, <laughs> yeah. but, but it's good though, because it, it talks so about, like, put it, you know, putting, um, you know, first things first, start with the end in mind. Um, totally. And you can do that with your strengths. That's what I mean. It's, it's like, yes. it, it's a good blueprint Tandem. to help implement into your strengths. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, are, are we really doing what's most important to us? Are we doing our best work? Um, if you, if you're in a job that you don't like, why, are you, I mean, sometimes you have to start off and do a job that you don't like, you know, because it's not as exciting, right? Until you get up right. to that executive level. But you learn the business and you're in the weeds, which is which is important because you're getting that yeah. knowledge, right? It's that ten thousand hours of knowledge and skill multiplied by your talent, which equals the strength, right? Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just so important to love what you do. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it can't happen all the time, but uh, Simon Sinek has a lot of good YouTube videos to watch on. It should be like a human right to love what you do. So, totally, <laughs> totally. Definitely agree with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you talked about your leadership, your self-awareness, kind of being able to have the opportunity and the privilege to lead people into happier workplaces. What would you say, um, what do you say is different about you and your life or your work now that you've been living and working in your strengths for the last several years um, than it was before you kind of had this experience of diving deeper into the strengths perspective? Well, just more self-confidence. I mean, um, Gallup, they're data people, right? I mean, they know this is you. So, you know, like if you put something on your to-do list and you're exhausted, you work a long day, you're going to get it done and it's going to energize you. Mm. Or you find someone better than you at something, think about it, you know, um, or whatever your strengths are. It's just, it's you and you're going to thrive in it. Mm. So, um, and just being deliberate, like on those times where I am tired after working X amount of hours, and then I just think, well, I got to get it done. You know, it's just, I put it on my list and I got to get it done. <laughs> right. Here it is. It doesn't have a check yeah. mark. And <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, just being deliberate yeah. is the biggest difference. And I just feel like it's, I don't know, like a knife through butter, right? You're just able to get things done so much faster and have more energy. Um, I mean, yeah, sometimes we get physically tired, right? Right. I'm working through traveling and stuff. Um, but I just feel like mentally, I feel very satisfied because I'm focusing on my strengths all the time. Hmm. That that's uh, that's a I, I, when you say it, it feels like well, yeah, makes sense, right? But there's so much effort that goes into that deliberate mind space, right? Yeah. Like there's this, it's an intentional um, mindfulness that yeah. happens that has to happen that you have to you have to work at, even though it's like, yeah, these are the things that are going to make me flow, but how do I set up my life so that those things are, are easy to access for me? They're like, right. My tools, like right at the top of my desk, which goes to motivation. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we all say we're busy and it's like, are you really too busy for five minutes to think about how you could use one strength today? Yeah. Um, another tool habit technologies is a good tool too. Oh Yeah. That, that uses, you know, to give you exercises. If we, you know, we're, in a, we're in a world of AI and automation. If we could automate things so we don't have to think about, act- I mean, we should. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> good point. Could, yeah, if we could have it automated, that'd be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I tell, 
you know, everyone I work with to, or everyone, um, and clients who do the strength finder to download the Gallup app. I mean, they even have an app there that you could, you know, look at your strengths. So you have, cause most people forget, uh, right. after the first time, unless it made, you know, uh, an impact. Um, but yeah, you have an app there that, and then Gallup has podcasts. Um, yeah. Once I, I found out they upload on Spotify, I was like so happy to live in LA. It's like half an hour just to get to the grocery store. That's that's one episode of Team Thursday, right? Some of the yeah. shorter ones or half of a longer one. So there's so many resources out there and I don't even have the input in my top 50. <laughs> but I'm but I, I have, you know, if I'm in the car, I'm going to try to do, it's also time to think. Productivity. Let yeah. your mind water, uh, wander. But also, um, yeah, it's like, can I knock out learning more? And as a coach, right? As a trainer, it makes me better. Right. By learning, listening to their, their podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that's a little. Have, we always have to work on our craft, right? Of what we do. Totally. And that craft is what we're teaching. I mean, as coaches and consultants, but it's also what we're living, right? Like, we can't go out and teach this stuff if we're not really oh. living it. Yes. I mean, that's the most <laughs> important thing. You have to definitely, uh, what is it? Walk the walk, you know, talk that's the right. Walk. walk the walk, talk the talk. That's right. Yeah, you have, you have to do it. Um, and I don't, and hope, you know, if coaches are listening, maybe listen, try to listen to one, another podcast this week. Um, yeah. or this one, listen to more Becky. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that my, was a cool plug. That was my plug for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That was, that was yeah. a gift. <laughs> cool. Well, but no, it's true though. Yeah. yeah. It's professional development. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, drawing from your own personal experience, what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who can kind of resonate with, with your desire? I mean, it sounds like, you know, your, your motivation and even discovering your strengths and more about them is like this desire to impact people, to make happier workplaces, to explore the differences so that we can come together in our similarities. Um, what, what would you, what would kind of advice or, um, encouragement would you give to someone who can really resonate with what you're talking about today? But just get started. Yeah. Just get started. Um, get started. Just listen to podcasts, do something. Uh, but yes, that's my activate. Just get started. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, of stop, course. <laughs> stop, stop coming up with excuses. Just get yeah. started. Yeah. yeah. And, then, um, and, you know, there's there's a, a whole bunch of co- coaches on SOAR, right, in your area that you can just have a, com- maybe have a conversation with. Um, yeah. uh, there's so many articles out there. Gallup is really good on providing a lot of literature. Right. So everything's everything's out there. But yeah. If you want, if you're tired of the same old thing, just try something new. Yeah. Try something different. Something new. Yeah, um, and it might and it might be like what you had to do, which was take it out of the drawer that you stuffed it into two years prior or whatever, and say, you know what? Let's 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 dust this off and see if what these people are talking about that it could be life changing, that it could uplift humanity, that it could make happier workplaces, like let's just see what like explore that and be deliberate, be intentional, um, and put some energy into it. Um, and like you said, yeah. And, and you know, and, you know, just to add one other thing, yeah. that's my, that's my lens, right? If you're deliberative, you know, just keep thinking about all the pros and cons. And, <laughs> now you're going to go through every strength if, and tell them. If you're a achiever, yeah, do you know, put on your list, but yeah, just relook at your strengths and, um, and find out what way works best for you. But yeah, as a leader, um, and just as a person, you need to find out what really motivates you. Yeah. So you get to, yeah. Perform and 
just giving you all. Yeah. But no matter what your strengths are, it's always about taking one more step, like taking the next step, not just standing still where you are, no matter how you go about that. And maybe if you're a learner, which is one of the most common ones, right? It's just learn more about even other people's strengths. Maybe have your significant other take it and, you know, learn about their strengths. So, yeah. um, And then you have that conversation. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for um, sharing your story today and what your experience has been like with asking what's right with people instead of what's wrong with people. And um, look forward to uh, what you have ahead that you're going to be kind of putting out into the world with your work in um, generational uh, leaders and what we can expect of the the young people today. I'm just I'm excited about the work that you're doing. Yeah, there's creating. a lot of amazing things that the young people are doing. So it's, yeah. it's going to be exciting to see. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Uh, All right. Well, we'll talk again soon. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Bye-bye. What strikes me about Santor's story is just the personal confidence and personal productivity he gets uh, kind of way beyond what he got before. All because he discovered his strengths and he was deliberate in the way that he was applying them. And I guess it, it kind of just sounds so simple. I mean, I guess it is simple to be deliberate, but Man, what discipline and commitment he's shown just to see such inspiring outcomes and feelings in his life. And really that, I I believe, I know he does too, that you can experience in your life too. And you can get to know Dr. Santor Nishizaki over on LinkedIn, so be sure to link in with him over there. And then also, just like Santor, I believe and I know that you can be a part of creating thriving lives families, workplaces across the entire world. Because when you orient your mind towards what's strong about you, what's right about you, and about the people around you, just great things start to unleash. And hey, also, could you help spread the message? If you believe in the strengths perspective or if part of you was impacted by this interview today, would you head over to iTunes and leave a rating? That's the thing with the little stars. And if you're feeling inspired, a a little short review, written review there would be helpful as well. So thanks so much in advance for that. And thanks for joining us today to hear how others have started to use their strengths to create life-changing impact in their lives and the people that are around them. And I hope that you join me for more next time on Isogo TV.